Hey, this is I Saw That Movie. <laughs> I'm CB and this is Mark. Go ahead. Keep going. You, hey, I used to work in a video store and he lives in one. There you go. We're going to talk about a movie today. I don't know what the movie is. Mark knows because he watched it. Mm-hmm. And also, you know as a listener because you can read it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Maybe I should just start posting the episodes with just episode numbers so everybody doesn't know what you it's going to be. You could put a... Like you a know, little hint. Like they do, and like it's always sunny. Where like the gang does this. Oh yeah. It could be uh, the one about the Santa. <laughs> sure. Claws. <laughs> that's just uh, <laughs> that's not a very good one. <laughs> you got to do better. <laughs> that's a uh, that's not about, really the not one, really a hint. Uh, the that's, one about the duck from space. <clears throat> I think people are gonna know. Damn it! Well, you got to get creative, man. No. I'm just going to keep posting the episode, the name of the movie. It's just easier. I don't give a fuck. So? So, you watched the movie. Yeah. And you're going to tell me about it. And you lied, because you know what movie we're talking about today. We broke the rules, everybody. We broke the rule, because I told CB. So, here's how this whole thing started. I didn't know we were being honest on this one. We're going to be honest. Okay. Because we're going to talk about the shape of water. Shape of water. Shape of water. The in shape. New Jersey, in South Jersey, they would call it the shape of water, because <laughs> everybody there is a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, so I have an Instagram account. I am one of the only people on earth with this. It's a brand new thing, Instagram. Never heard of it. Yeah, I know. And I post on the Instagram the movies that I've been watching with really shitty short reviews of said movies. So I went and saw The Shape of Water, posted it, posted my shitty uh, review, and CB got cross with me on there. He told me to get my head out of my ass. <laughs> and then I, I did, sir. I did, sir. It was it was a knee jerk reaction <laughs> that I stand by. And so he comes over my house to borrow things from me. Cause, you know, he tells me, get your head out of your ass and then I need to come over and borrow things. So forget I just insulted you. It's a you. little bit of a give and give relationship we have. <laughs> So I say to him when he get we start arguing about shape of water, of course, because all we do is argue. And uh, I was like, you know what? We're going to do it on the show because I have things to say. You have things to say. I have something. <laughs> you actually have something, have something to say. I have something to say, sir. I have something to say. So yeah, shape of water. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Why? Why do you got to do shit like that? <laughs> you love it. Come on. Guillermo del Toro. Like, what is wrong with you? Come on, man. <laughs> CB is... He's uh, awesome. CB is part Honduran. <laughs> He's half uh, black and half Honduran. What we call the black Hondo. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so, wh- where is Honduras? Because <laughs> I'm trying to relate this to your racist pronunciation of Guillermo del Toro. I'm trying to make people think that you can get away with it. It's in South America. Great. I can totally get away with it. Okay. I'm allowed. I have a card. <laughs> it says. Who gave you the card? Uh, my mother and my father. I forgot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. He's a good director. I like this he's dude. A, he's a fantastic director. And first, let me say this before we even get into this. This movie is a really amazing film, one. 
if you haven't seen it, do not listen to us talk about it before you see it, because we're going to spoil everything, and me trying to tell this story is definitely not going to live up to what the the story actually is. That Also, that being said, uh, I did have a few qualms with the film, which made CB very angry with me and made him tell me to take my head, my little head, out of my tiny rear. On Instagram, I'm pretty sure that it, it would fit in there, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I no, I I used to dismiss Del Toro's movies seriously. I don't know what it was about the way they were marketed or something. I would always be like, meh, not into it. Like which ones? Well, Pan's Labyrinth. You know, a lot of the early ones. You I see love it? Pan's Labyrinth. Hellboy. I mean, Hellboy's pretty good. I I've seen it like once. I don't know superhero movies. Like I just never. Crimson Peak. I hated it. Devil's Backbone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Devil's Backbone is yeah. fucking great. But like, I don't know. I feel like they're not, because there's such a mix of genres, and they mm-hmm. have, he has so much to say in them, they don't know how to market them or something. Like So Crimson Peak. I love Crimson Peak. I thought it was great. I only watched like the first 15 minutes, to be honest and then with you. Because you, you're like, oh, this is a horror film, and then you realize, no, it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, something else. <laughs> well, we put it on, and Janelle was like, I hate this. Turn it off. And that was the end of that. But I have it over here in the horror section. I have not watched it. Which, you know, you could all very well put it in your romance section, which you don't have. <laughs> no. <laughs> romance isn't a genre. Or, or, we just mix it in with or, all the others. Or drama. You know, yes. you put in the dramas. I don't know. Like, there is I feel a drama like it's not. Dude, yeah, this films have a lot, a lot to say. I think he's a great director. Yes. I th- thought this film was fantastic, flawless, actually. Flawless. Well, we're gonna get into that. Pal. We'll go flawless. <laughs> First of all, like I said, amazing film. Sets outstanding. Acting uh, extraordinary. The Fishman costume, just. <laughs> fucking give me a break. It was so fucking awesome. And in a world where, like, that in any other director, like, they would have just made the fish man, like, a CGI thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in a world where CGI just runs rampant and ruins films, Zack Snyder, we have this fish man. <laughs> I burned him. <laughs> I'm going to have fucking Superman and He's Batman gonna... fight, and they're going to be goddamn CGI. He's going to get really mad when he hears this. Yeah, I know. He's going to come after me. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, and you got, like, great. You said, you said acting. Yeah, right? yeah. You got Richard Jenkins. You got people. Like David Spencer. You got people who are like, holy shit, they're in this? Yeah. And they just kill it. Yeah. Great. So. Here we go. Let's get in the right. the story. Let's go. Of, Let's see uh, how you start this thing. Uh, we open. <laughs> I started by saying we open. <laughs> well, that's the yeah. With a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yep. We open <laughs> with a voiceover, <laughs> and I honestly don't have a real problem with it in this film because it's just they bookend the film voiceover at the beginning voiceover at the end and it's like they're telling a it's a fairy tale basically right so it works in this situation i i don't remember what was said in the voiceover meh because <laughs> i only saw the movie in the theater it was weeks ago so i don't remember it was, everything it was too about long the fucking ago. Thing. richard yeah. jenkins i think told yeah. told a little story about uh the main character yes and so there's this really, I you know, it had to be CGI. They're going through the apartment, and it's underwater. 
and everything's floating. Everything's floating, and we come upon Elisa Esposito, the main character, and Ernie Esposito's mom. She's asleep on the couch. You know, she's floating, and then she the water slowly. She, it, the she whole place settles. empties. Yeah. She yeah. settles on the couch. She settles on the couch, or it's a bed, or it's some kind of bed couch that, you know, I'm not really cultured enough to know about, because we're in the 60s, because Guillermo del Toro made a period piece, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> he surprised everyone and said, I want to make a period piece. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Yeah. So uh, she slowly comes to rest on the couch bed. She wakes up. She has her morning bath and masturbate. And then she makes an egg and she goes off to work. Yep. Very nice. (laughs) So here we are, 1960s, uh, Cold War. Elisa, uh, she works as a janitor at a secret government laboratory with one of one of her two only friends the uh she works with a sassy black woman named Zelda because we get introduced to our first caricature <laughs> at this point the sassy black woman yeah yeah you want to talk to me about this CB <laughs> cuz you think there's a slight you... there's a slight there's a slight turn there yeah i mean you know when you have the sassy black woman character who's the janitor you know you're like <laughs> What are you doing here? But I thought this was a I, I, flawless You know, film. I think that it has a lot of uh, generalizations in it, but he uses them. He uses them. He, I feel like he has control of them. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. No. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> I feel like he has a sassy black woman. He does have a sassy black in woman. In the film. That he was like, I saw this episode of The Jeffersons when I was a child, and- I thought that seems right. And again, it's <laughs> you know, it's this guy from a different culture Here basically interpreting the 50s in America. So of course they're going to have these stereotypes and these archetypes. Just saying that. Just saying. I know. You he made this argument before where he was like well, Guillermo del Toro, he's not from here, so he can do whatever he wants. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> so you son of a bitch. <laughs> So, Elisa, she's mute. Can't talk. Had an accident when she was a kid. Got her fucking vocal cords severed or something. So she signs everything she says. Zelda, at work, she acts as the interpreter for Elisa because they do a lot of talking with these high-ranking government officials and scientists. They all want to talk to the janitors. (laughs) It has kind of a, like, a... uh... Uh, slapsticky kind of thing going on, a little bit. Slapsticky. I think it's a little they slapsticky. It's like fifties, like poking each other in the no, eyes. No. <laughs> they hold their hand out, and the guy hits the hand, and he swings it's, it around and bombs him on top of the head. Yeah, maybe screwball is a little bit. It's like a, it's like a throwback to like a screwball fifties thing. So it's everything's moving kind of fast. People are talking fast, you know, until the, the story really kicks in. But uh, I think it's got a nice little tone to it. But yeah, okay. <laughs> The scientists talk to the janitors. <laughs> if that's the only thing that's the issue for you, then... It's not. And once again, I like this movie, so don't fucking yell at me, people. I know, it's nominated for Oscars and whatever. So anyway, this dickhead by the name of Richard Strickland, he's the he's the bad guy. In Michael the Shannon. Michael Shannon. Phenomenal. 
awful. But at, at the same time, while out on some kind of military adventure, old uh, Strickland, he's captured an amphibious man creature that looks a lot like the creature from the Black Lagoon, and they've brought it to this facility so they can study it. Now, uh, Lisa, she ends up sneaking in and meeting the creature from the Black Lagoon and starts getting real chummy with the old boy. You know, she'll bring him an egg. He'll eat the egg. She has lunch with him. She develops a relationship (laughs) They eat eggs together. Oh, and so, you know, it's established that they share a bond because they both can't talk. Is that, would you say that's? I would say that's, yeah, yeah. I would say that's because uh, that's a if you ask around to mute people, they bond better with animals than they do what? with human <laughs> beings because they can't talk. Like you bring a mute person over my house, like Th- that's a bit of a jump. They're gonna hang out with my dog. And I would say they're that they're gonna like, hang out with anybody. It's else. also it's also as, as outsiders as as feeling different than mm-hmm. others, and so they form a relationship, you know, a bond. And she seems to have I don't know. Maybe you'll touch on this later. There's a little bit of a water thing she has. Oh, yeah, yeah. She has a water fetish. Does Ma- she have a water? Do they I call mean, it a water I wouldn't fetish? call it a fetish. That's a little far. But, yes, they make it quite apparent that she wakes up every morning, takes a bath, and has a go at herself in the bath. Okay. They do. Yeah. Do they not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a routine, right? <clears throat> yeah. So she has kind of like a, a, a very interesting relationship with water. Cool. I'll accept that. <laughs> Shaking his head. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, some general shows up one day and he tells Strickland that in order to get ahead in the space race with Russia, they need to dissect the creature from the Black Lagoon because underwater and space are the same shit, I guess. Gravity, yes. <laughs> Gravity, he says. <laughs> just says. I'm no scientist, Mark Jones. Neither am I. <laughs> I'm just looking for answers. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got a president, I mean a scientist, who is actually a spy for the Russians. <laughs> who's, who's trying to get these jerks to keep the creature alive. Correct on both accounts. <laughs> So this uh, scientist, he's a spy for the Russian. He's trying to to get the the people to keep the creature alive. But then his Russian cronies are like, just kill that old boy. We don't care. Kill the fucking creature. So Elisa finds out that they're going to kill the creature. And she turns to her next door neighbor, Giles, who is an older gay man slash Elisa's only other fr- friend, slash some kind of shamed advertising illustrator whose story just kind of fizzles out in the middle of the movie. No, no. <laughs> it you're, does. You're incorrect, sir. <laughs> it does. He's got a little bit of a story going on, and then the story just kind of like, they're like, no, we don't want your advertisements. Well, there was obviously some kind of relationship between him and the dude that he was delivering the advertisement to, and so he feels like he's going to, get over the hump and get embraced again by the by the advertising agency. Mm-hmm. But the second time he meets him, they, it's obvious that no, it's not going to happen. And so he kind of like loses hope. And so then this whole thing with this whole relationship that she's having with the monster, with the creature from the Black Lagoon, gives her gives him hope. That's why he helps her. I'll accept that. 
<laughs> See, this is why I got to talk. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I'm stupid. Fucking Richard Jenkins is killing it, man. Richard Jenkins was great. So Elisa, she turns to Giles for help. She's got an idea about breaking the creature out, getting him married, and starting a family with the fish man, I guess. <laughs> Little fish babies. He's looking at his watch like, when do I get to leave? <laughs> so Giles, after a little bit of trepidation, uh, he agrees to help because right. he's got because he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He's got nothing going on. He loves you know so, the, the next friend, his next door neighbor, and so he wants to help her out. Yeah. All right. I'll accept that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so the Russian spy guy, he finds out the plan, and he's he's like, sure, I'll help too. And then Zelda gets dragged into it, and bada-bing, bada-boom, they've broken this goddamn fish man out of fishy jail. It's like a keeper when they break it him is. out. It's like just yeah, comedy of errors kind of thing. It's very much uh, a keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Do we see the same movie? <laughs> It's shape of water, right? The yes. shape of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the shape of water. Yeah. Agua. Can you say <laughs> shape of water in Spanish? I can say agua. <laughs> I don't know what shape is in Spanish. So next, Elisa, she takes old fishy fishman home and throws him in the bathtub. She intends on releasing him into the ocean when the nearby canal opens. The, the, there's this canal, it's going to fill, the little canal door opens, and it leads to the ocean. Correct? Correct. Great. So I got that right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we get a shot of the canal that leads to the ocean, and we can see the ocean, right? Beyond the canal? Right. Can we see the ocean? Right. Okay. Then why doesn't she just take him to the fucking ocean, CB? <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, like there's there's a, there's a barricade that's right after this canal thing, mm-hmm. and so they can't get directly to the ocean. That's why she wants to release him into this thing that's going to push him into the ocean. I think. Does that make sense? No, you don't accept that. <laughs> I don't accept that because <laughs> you can see the fucking ocean. Just drive him over there. Just want him to like dump his <laughs> ass in the ocean. <laughs> Walk out there like backwards, <laughs> fin style. Yeah, and like flip into the water. Three, free Willy, you know that's what this basically is. <laughs> and just throw his dumb ass in the ocean. The ocean's right there. Oh, I don't remember that part. Well, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, we got to wait for a canal door to open or something. Well, you got to wait for it to rain. Right? Yes. It's going to rain. It's a rainy season. It's going to fill everything up. Yeah. They have to wait like a week. They ha- She marks it on her calendar. Uh, long story short, she's living with the creature from the Black Lagoon for a minute, which to me sounds like a mid-90s like sitcom on the WB. <laughs> like, here's a woman and a fish man and their roommates. Like, What's going to happen? <laughs> Perfect Strangers. Yeah, there you go. Great great show, Perfect Strangers. Go watch Perfect Strangers. It's on Hulu, all nine seasons. <laughs> it's, it was, she keeps them in the tub. She that's keeps the, them in the tub. the best part. She's got some kind of like salt rub that she dumps she in there. She throws it on them, yeah. That the the Russian spy president scientists gave he's a, her. He's a double agent. Is he? Yeah. Oh, 
Because he's a Russian spy, but then he helps her out. He's helping out there. Mm, you're right. Yep. I thought you meant he was a double agent because he's a Russian spy and he's the president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Strickland is pissed that the creature has gone missing. Why wouldn't he be? And he has his suspicions, if I'm remembering correctly, about who stole the fishman. But I might be wrong about that. And he's also got this really super fucking creepy obsession with Elisa. He does. That he does. It's, he's, it's Michael Shannon, like, just notching up the creepiness, like, to 10, maybe 11. Yeah. He goes hardcore. He's, he's super in. fucking gross. He's in. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, like, him in her face real close being gross, and then there's a scene where he's having sex with his wife, and he's like, don't oh, talk, don't God, talk. Jesus and Christ. You know how they have they talk about actors like there's two different actors there's actors who can become someone else but and then there's these actors who are like empty vessels and they basically just fill up their personality with the character they're playing you ever heard that yeah he yeah. seems like he's he was that guy yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's ew. yeah it's good great job by him anyway great job Michael <laughs> so back at the apartment Giles walks in and he finds the creature sitting on the floor eating his cat eating <laughs> <laughs> and he says he's like hey cool off there creature quit eating my cat you stop that pal and the creature get off of fluffy <laughs> the creature takes a look at him and he's like Ugh, and jabs at him scratching the fuck out of his arm and the creature then takes off he skedaddles he's like i scratch you i'm out of here and elisa finds him hanging out in the movie theater that they live above. That they live above. He's he's just standing there, staring at the screen, amazed by the motion picture. <laughs> right or wrong? Right. Great. He's charmed charmed by the moving image. He sees the moving image, and he cannot believe it. He cannot take his eyes off of it. So Lisa shows up and he's standing there like an idiot. He doesn't. He's not even sitting down with a popcorn or anything. Nope. He's just standing there like a fucking moron, staring at the screen. Because he's a fishman. What does he know? There's nobody right? else in the theater either. Yeah, that's weird. Yep. So Elisa, she finds him and she takes him home. And as an apology to Giles, the creature touches the top of Giles's head, his bald head, and then gives him a little touch on the arm where he scratched him. The next day, Giles' arm is healed and his hair's growing back. He starts to grow hair back. It's pretty cool. This fishman Didn't is the a... cure for baldness. Fuck Rogaine, whatever special fucking shitty shampoo. He's, he is the he's the missing link. If they had cut this fishman up, they could have cured baldness, sold the baldness cure, millions of dollars for the government. Fishman bald. No more taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt it. I doubt that's going to happen from the... That's what people want. No more taxes. Yeah, fuck taxes. <laughs> we don't need roads or schools. <laughs> I'll teach my kid myself with a beaten cod. <laughs> <laughs> He's... What, uh, oh, God. What, what are you doing? Too what, much too much juice. It's just, you know. Too much medicine. <laughs> I'm just imitating people that don't understand what taxes do. <laughs> I just imagine they're the kind of people that beat their kids. Oh, my God. Well, you probably be, you're probably right, See? actually. So, there there's a little truth to every joke you tell. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. 
So, so did we lose the Russian president? I mean, the Russian <laughs> spy? Not yet. Giles is stoked. You know, he's got his hairs grown back, his arms sealed up, his cat's dead, so he doesn't have to deal with a cat anymore. And I think it's around this point that Elisa starts fucking this fishman. Yes. They have it's pretty some pretty hot stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty hot it's pretty, it's a pretty fishy lady love. Hot stuff. Ooh, and Fishman. Mr. Fishman. Miss Elisa. I don't this part is what's what's wrong with you? This is too much for me. This is where Mark gets off the ride. She's fucking a fish, man. <laughs> oh, she's fucking a fish, comma man fishman. is what I just a said. Fishman. He's a fishman. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, what? Man. Okay, well They're in love. <laughs> okay, if we're gonna play that fucking game, pal, then let's talk about Howard the Duck being in love with Please, Leah Thompson. Let's ne- you never, had a problem. Let's never talk about Howard the Duck again. Motherfucker, you had a problem with Howard the Duck fucking Leah Thompson. That's gross. But you don't have a problem with this fishman no. and this lady having sex. That's the same thing. It's different. It's, it's different. <laughs> it is not different. It is two th- a woman and a, and a creature from a different species fucking. Fishman and Elisa were in love. <laughs> Howard the Duck had duck prophylactics in his wallet. <laughs> How do you know that Howard the Duck and Leah Thompson weren't in love? I just know. I, I don't think you do. Because if you will recall, when Howard was about to be sent back into space, he said the only thing that was keeping him, uh, making it hard for him to leave, was Leah Thompson. Because they were in love. <laughs> I, I'm, we're, we're digressing. <laughs> what else is new? Uh, and so, so you had no problem with Howard the Duck, but you have a problem with the fishman. No, I had a problem with both, motherfucker. Is what I'm saying. Christ, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know where you got the idea that I had no problem with Leah Thompson you, fucking you a love duck. Howard the Duck. I do not love Le- Howard the and Duck. And Leah Thompson. So I figured, I, you know, I do love Leah Thompson. I do not love Howard the Duck. Yes, I have a problem with her trying to fuck that duck. And I have a problem with this woman fucking this fish. <laughs> I'm a prude, I guess. A, <laughs> you're a toddler. You're a teetotaler. Yes. <laughs> I might as well just go get a Make America Great Again hat. <sighs> so then she floods her bathroom and they, they have sex in a filled up bathroom full of water. Full of water. Interesting. And it's leaking everywhere. It's a fairy tale. Landlord. I ah, see. Shut up. <laughs> That's like everybody's excuse. When I'm like, everybody I've talked to, I'm like, she fucks a fish here, guys. And they're like, it's a fairy tale. And I'm like, what about beauty? Mmm. What about beauty and the beast? What about it? <laughs> what whatever led what you about it? <laughs> whatever led you to believe that I was like, oh yeah, beauty and the beast is great. <laughs> it's a fairy tale. <laughs> it's about a woman fucking a dog, I guess, right? I've never seen it, so. We spent a lot of time talking about. Did she fuck a dog? Dog fucking, that? yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you're begging that. But isn't 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 the beast uh, some sort of cursed? Well, he's a beast. Isn't yeah. he a cursed prince or something? And she I kisses him, has... and he turns into a a man. I think he has horns. <laughs> 
Uh, well, the fishman has scales. He does. And he has apparently a slot that opens up and his fish dingling comes out. That's what Rachel Jenkins asks. How does he? And she's like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. does a little hand thing where it comes out. (laughs) And she's not like, you're fucking a fish, lady. Yeah. Go to therapy. (laughs) So, Hoyt, that general that we talked about earlier, uh, he tells Strickland, that he better recover that fucking fishman. How many that guy who played Nick Nick Cersei, it says who played General Hoyt, how many generals has he played? That's all he plays. That's all he's ever like played. You see him walk out and you're like, eh, there he general. is. There's the fucking general. Either a captain in like mm-hmm. a police force or a general. Yep. Yeah. That's his deal. He nailed it. <laughs> he's had a lot of practice. So he tells Strickland, find that fucking fishman, or I'm gonna tan your hide, boy. And at the same time, Russian spy fella is told by his folks that they're going to get him the fuck out of Dodge in a couple of days. And while all that's going on, old Fishy Joe is dying because he's living in a fucking bathtub and he's in an interspecies relationship. And it's killing him. Kill you every time. <laughs> I know all the interspecies relationships I've been in have nearly killed me. Never works out the way you expect No, I was in a relationship of it with a hermit crab. It did not go well. It pinched me on my ding-a-ling, CB. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what do you think about that? I, you know. I stuck my ding-a-ling inside this <laughs> little shell and it pinched guys, me. If you guys are in love, I mean, I guess it's okay. <laughs> so CB says, what, if you're in love with whatever... If, Fuck if, it. If you, <laughs> that, that's what CV's getting at here, folks. If both sides agree to it, then it should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the okay from the hermit crab? If you didn't, then we should probably shouldn't be talking. It's, about it's this. not a true story. I didn't try to have sex with the hermit crab. <laughs> General Hoyt and the Strickland character got they got some weird shit going on for sure. What what do you mean the by General that? The General Hoyt and the, and the Michael Shannon character, Strickland. What do you mean by weird Like, there's like shit? a father-son mm. dynamic that's just like really weird. Yeah, right? I see that. Like, he just goes in him, goes at him yeah, pretty yeah. hard. Like, <laughs> goes in him? Yeah, that's not what I was Jeez. doing. <laughs> well, you just talked about a hermit crab biting you on the ding-a-ling, so. It was funny. It was a funny anecdote. <laughs> okay. So he's dying. Yeah. Fishman's dying. Fishman's dying. Uh, so the day comes that the Russian spy fella is supposed to get out of town. Strickland follows him. Russian spy gets the old double cross from his pals. Michael Stuhlbarg. Who's Who? great. Michael Stuhlbarg. Who's Michael Stuhlbarg? He plays the Russian guy. Oh, the okay. Russian and the doctor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But before they can kill him for good, Strickland pops out. He kills all the Russian fellas, and then he does a little torture to Russian spy guy to get the info that he needs being Elisa and Zelda have taken the creature. Right. So, Strickland goes to Zelda's apartment. CB, do you remember this, this is, scene? This is your favorite part. Do this you remember this scene, CB? <laughs> when I do remember this part. When he I goes, do remember this scene. When he goes to Zelda's apartment and we meet her husband, the other caricature in this movie her husband who is injured or something but they just buy it off he's the lazy black man character that 
Guillermo del Toro as placed in this film. She does, Zelda does talk about her uh, husband. That's kind of a, a joke where she's talking about how lazy her husband is mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. So then we get to this place. And here he is. And here he is. Sitting in his recliner. Sitting in his recliner. <laughs> just got off work. <laughs> Come on. Keep going. Explain your way out of this one, pal. Then Mike, Then Strickland comes in. Yep. And like he goes to get up and then Strickland tells him to sit back down yeah. in a very intense way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you want me to say? I think with a lot of foreign directors, when they try to adapt or make a, make a film about a time in America, mm-hmm. there's always some kind of like issues with, <laughs> with those <laughs> stereotypes coming up, <laughs> popping up, rearing their ugly yeah. head. So yes, when, when they introduced Zelda and they introduced... Her husband, I was just like, well, that's interesting. Yeah. In this flawless film. Hey, I'll stand by it. (laughs) (laughs) You're the most stubborn person I know. (laughs) Really? Just say, okay, maybe not flawless. Oh, so anyway, let's, where was I? Strickland comes in to the apartment, as we said, is racist, makes some threats, then goes off to Elisa's. Strickland at Elisa's apartment doesn't find her or the creature, but he finds a giant note that she wrote on her calendar that tells him where she's taking the creature to release him. She wrote it on the fucking calendar in giant red letters. (laughs) I'm taking this creature to the ocean today. They had oh, I had already like hung a lantern on that calendar earlier. They talked about it, mm-hmm. so that's why they reference they reference it from the from the beginning. What did they say? I don't remember. <laughs> when they looked at it, and Richard Jenkins had talked about it, they pointed to it and like looked at the calendar. So that's it was how he's gonna know. That how was, who's gonna? That was how Richard Jenkins was gonna know. Well, where of course. Going. What I'm saying is, why would you write it on her fucking calendar, CB? I'm trying to keep a secret fishman in my house, but I'm gonna leave fucking a trail of notes around. Okay. I mean, I hate to be picky. <laughs> because this do movie. You, do you hate to be picky? <laughs> because this do movie is be far better written and everything and directed and everything is far better than anything I'll ever do in my life. But I'm just. I'm just pointing things out. It's very terrible. And it was basically, <laughs> and the reason I'm doing this was because you got so cross with me on Instagram. That is the reason we're sitting here. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, so we're getting we're getting near the end here. Down at the old canal, Elisa and Giles they're saying goodbye to the creature, and Strickland shows up and he just starts shooting the goddamn place. Stupid. He's really <laughs> mad. He's super mad. Oh, yeah. I forgot completely about the whole fingers thing. Oh, my God. That's right. Because that was fucking dope. It's pretty dope, yeah. <laughs> what happened? He got the two fingers cut off. Did the creature cut his fingers off? So you got me now. Yeah. It's either like they closed something, on, he closed something on it or he bit them off. Yeah. But he lost two fingers. He lost two fingers. Doctors reattached the fingers. And throughout the movie, the fingers just turn blacker they start, and blacker. They start decomposing. Yeah, because, you know, they, didn't, they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, it didn't take, right? Yeah. They attached them, but it didn't, it didn't take. And so. at some point, he, <laughs> I think it, it was in the apartment with Zelda and her husband 
where he grabs the two fingers and just busts them off he of his hand. just rips them off, yeah. God, that was so fucking good. <laughs> just like people in the theater were like, oh, oh. Well, during the film, too, the characters kept saying, what was that smell? Yeah, and yeah. It's they you keep could, you could literally, you could smell it. But not smell it through the scene. <laughs> through the scene, you're like, oh, God, yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Really gross. Yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely great. Well, a nice little, like, saying, I mean, he's rotting from the, he's literally rotting from the inside out. Like, he's he's a rotten person. Yeah. And it's physically showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great. Guillermo del Toro. I'll accept that. <laughs> so... Strickland shows up. He's shooting the place up. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, he shoots both the creature and Elisa. Y- yeah. And so then, just when you think the creature's dead, the creature heals himself. Uh, physician. He literally, like, yeah, yeah, myself, yeah. and kills that shitbag Strickland. See you later. Which dick. I thought he needed. He should have gotten more. Oh yeah, it was pretty quick. Like. Yeah, he should have gotten a really horrible death. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> to be honest with you. To be completely honest, this is the honest episode. So then the creature takes Elise into the water as Giles watches, and he heals her up in the water, and then the little, the so she's got these three scars, scars on, her, on, neck on from... her neck from when she was a child, and she lost her speech, and he puts his little hand, his fishy hand on there, and they turn into gills. They turn into gills. And now she's a fish woman. And she can be underwater with him. Yeah. And so we close out. We have a bookended voiceover. Giles tells us that Elisa and Fishy, the fisher fish guy, live happily ever after until she gets eaten by a shark. The end. It's a fairy tale. I know. He's telling a story. The very beginning and the end. I know. All of it. Are we supposed to believe this is a real story, or are we supposed to believe that this is a man telling someone a fairy tale? I think he's telling someone, he's telling us a fairy tale. <sighs> it's, you're impossible to talk and to. And he has really <laughs> terrible stereotypes in his films, in his, his story. Yes, he does. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Would you see this again? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Put it into the library. Yeah, it'll go into uh, Sci-fi. Know, the bestiality section that we got going on <laughs> right next to Howard the Duck. In your pictures of you and your hermit crab. <laughs> do you have a do you have a, a del Toro? Do you have a del Toro uh, section? Uh, actually, we don't. Really? Yeah, that's weird. He's got we, a bunch of movies. Because yeah, we have uh, we have Devil's Backbone, Chronos, Chronos. Uh, we have them all. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. What was the one about the orphanage? Devil's, Devil's Backbone. Backbone. Yeah. We got all those. Yeah. You should make a section for them. should. I mean, usually when we make a director section is when we run out of room in one of the sections, and I have to just pull a bunch of movies out and be like, okay, now this is a director's section over in the director's spot. <laughs> <laughs> director's section of the basement. <laughs> La Forma del Agua. Oh, is that, that's the shape of water, huh? There you go. Great. Boom. <laughs> so, You're welcome. So, didn't did correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, Guillermo, I will. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro co-wrote this film? Did he co-write it? I believe he did. Look it up. 
With Vanessa Taylor? Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess he did. Uh, I read that he was like, this is one of his movies that he's taken years and years to like to, to hammer out and get done. Hmm. Like um, 10 plus years or something Jeez, like that. Jeez, really? I mean, you can tell there was some serious thought put into the nuances. I mean, every th- single thing meant something. There's nothing wasted in this movie. Yeah. There, there are no characters. like, there are no throwaway scenes. No. You know? No. Like everything... Point A to B to C to D, it's all there. There's no like just random bullshit nonsense throughout. I, I think he's a master director. I, I don't think like he knows exactly what he's doing, and he has very specific projects he works on. Mm-hmm. Very specific feeling. Everything's on the screen. It's great. Yeah, it's one of the best of our lifetime. I would imagine. Would you Would you say that? Yeah. I mean, I've been alive since 1980. Who the fuck else has been around? <laughs> Spielberg, sir. Uh, Tarantino. No, I hate Tarantino. I, I know. I just, I knew, I knew you were going <laughs> to Why do you hate Tarantino so much? I, I don't know. I, I think he just, uh, I, it, well, okay, Del Toro takes all these cinematic ideas and things that people, that you love about movies, mm-hmm. and he creates this new world yeah that that you can't help but just embrace and fall in love with tarantino just like borrows from other movies (laughs) (laughs) shitty movies and then makes a big shitty movie (laughs) as far as i'm concerned i mean i feel like all of his movies are like they're they're kind of they're just a little cribbed off of other films you know and and he's cool with that and he seems to be open about that yeah yeah. he talks about his movies he's like oh yeah this is based on this other movie i saw and i loved which is fine which is cool. It's what he does. I'm not sure that he's at the same caliber with this guy. I mean, he just makes different product, but uh, this guy's amazing. Yeah. I will accept that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't feel like anything's been solved here. <laughs> I don't feel like we've committed. No, no, I think- Your head is still in your ass. You're really going to continue to like say this is a flawless movie I, when we've talked about several flaws in it. Which is just asinine. Whose head is in their ass now? Yours. <laughs> Fine. Shape, shape of water. I'll accept that. Thank you. <laughs>